Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. Well, we have really been moving through Colossians. Mm -hmm. Paul's written this letter from prison. He's in Rome. He's never met the people. But he's talking about some really important principles. In a previous episode, we ran, we um, discussed the circumcision, that we are circumcised with, with Christ now. We are alive with Christ. Um, our sins, he forgave all our sins. Our debts, our, our legal debts have been canceled. And he has disarmed the powers and authorities by the cross. So legalism mm-hmm. doesn't help anymore. We're saved by Christ, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ alone. We don't need to add anything or take anything away. Therefore, therefore <laughs> there's therefore, that therefore. Terry, here we go. Colossians 2, 16 and 17. Therefore, do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival, <clears throat> a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. So growing up, mm-hmm. I'm sure this is how it is for everybody, but growing up, we had things that were like, you don't do that because that's not a Christian thing to do, yeah. or you don't do that because that's not... I, I mean, when I was a kid in the 80s, mm-hmm. when um, the Cabbage Patch Kids came mm-hmm. out, yeah. and there was a big thing like, you you don't get a Cabbage Patch Kid because there's a signature on it, and that's like a tattoo, and it's the mark of Satan. Oh, oh wow. My Never heard of that. I didn't hear that either. Oh, but yeah, you're that younger. Was, yeah. That was a big that was a big deal. Like we had and pound oh, puppies, wow. they had like the little heart on them. Yeah. None of that either. None yeah. of that. Why? Because it's a it's a tattoo and it it's a mark of the beast. Oh and if you were a Christian a <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. If you were a Christian you just didn't do that. Then you, you couldn't yeah. have those. Well things. some people felt oh, wow. some Christians Right. My mom was yeah. like, That's stupid. We're getting the cabbage patch <laughs> kids. My grandma stood in line and paid like, you know, a hundred dollars for it. Yeah. Just for yeah, yeah. Whatever it was. You know, but she was a scrappy little lady. She probably mm-hmm. fighting people in the aisles. She I need that cabbage patch kid for my grandkids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um yeah, so these are things that we see that yeah even you know, today even today yeah well tattoos were really forbidden and like really looked down on which so but funny to me though too. because in revelation Jesus is going to have his name tattooed on his leg so you know we make such a big deal because in the old testament it says something about you know not marking up our bodies well the reason was because the pagans did that mm-hmm. um, and it was a sign of their worship it was a sign of their idols. worship that they yeah. they you know Hurt, cut themselves and stuff. Um, but we've taken that all the way through now, and then we just totally ignore that one verse in Revelation where it says, and Jesus is going to have his name written on his thigh. So how about that? Okay, I'm like, why there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, we get, we get some weird things, and, they, and they're really hard to get rid of. And we judge on those things. I mean, sorry, I just really took that and jumped right in today. But we do. We judge. We see something, and then it's like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. mm, mm, you're not a good Christian. Yeah. You have your nose pierced. Yeah. (laughs) Or tattoos. or I do have my (laughs) nose pierced. pierced. It's so cute. I love it. It I do have my nose pierced. I do not have a tattoo, but that's only because I'm a chicken. (laughs) 
I do have a tattoo, and it's not of a chicken. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Terry does. It is of a dragonfly. It's just so teeny weeny. On her toe, right? On my toe, yeah. Yeah, and three of us got them as a symbol of our friendship and mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. All so right. how did we digress? Here we yes, go. Yes, we did. But kind of and kind of not. These are the traditions. These are the, the ways that we get to judge people. I wonder if it's that ladder coming up again. Or like, mm-hmm. I'm on the next rung and you aren't because yeah. I don't have a tattoo or whatever. Uh, and it yeah. depends on the circles that you run in. But those mm-hmm. are very true judgments. Like, they you, are. Don't, yeah. you don't homeschool. Right. So you cannot, um, you know, you can't be yeah. a good Christian mom if you don't homeschool, or you don't send your kid to private school, or you have purple hair, right. or you have whatever. And these are all outward things that we're judged on, or even things that we do. Well, I have to tell this little story. When I was about 17, maybe 18, I'd gone over to the beach with my cousin for the weekend. And, um, you know, I love the Lord. So, Sunday morning, I really wanted to go to church, but I didn't know much about what was over there or anything. So there was just this really cute little chapel-looking church on the on the street going into town. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to go there. Well, it was like an old-timey, primitive sort of church. Oh. I went in in like palazzo, royal blue palazzo pants and this really tight little tank top because, you know, the denomination I came from we didn't have any restrictions anymore about what we could wear. I had my makeup on and my hair done. Mm-hmm. Well, and you were at the beach, right? I was at the yeah. beach, yeah. So I blew right into that little chapel. Someone handed you a snake. No, I'm just <laughs> no. kidding. Well, that all the women had on, you know, like down to the wrist, down to the ankles, all covered up. And they were the most loving people to me. They probably thought, oh my gosh, here's this little sinner. We're going to get her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But, but I'll never forget, they... Not one person looked at me funny. I I felt a little self-conscious, but they were so sweet to me and so precious. I sat there and and worshiped with them that morning and and went back to my cousin in our hotel and and we finished out our, you know, bacon in the sun weekend. But yeah, we tend to be, I look back on that that now and I think I'm surprised they let me in the door. I really Mm -hmm. am. well, I um, was sitting in church one day, and in came this young woman, and she was wearing a pretty revealing dress, front and back, low cut, you know, like sleeveless mm-hmm. thing. And I was right away, my hackles went up, and I'm like, <laughs> what is she doing coming into church wearing that kind of a dress? She's so, I mean, every little curve was. Mm-hmm. You know, like a cocktail dress. Yeah, <laughs> yes, and very re- you know revealing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why does she think about wearing into church like that? What are these guys around here? How are they going to keep their eyes off of her? Mm-hmm. And I was like, really, you know, irritated at her. And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit slammed me immediately <laughs> and said, "Well, maybe that's the only dress she has, mm-hmm. and she thinks that she needs to wear a dress to church. She should dress up." Yeah. So I was convicted, like, yep. Yeah. And I was so judgmental, but the Lord just knocked that one out of me. I grew up when miniskirts were in, Mm -hmm. and I can remember our pastor saying, please, if you have on a miniskirt, don't sit on the front row. You know, I... Because I'm a man of God, but I am not a man of steel. Yeah, I wore mini skirts too. And so when I started going to church with Greg and his family, I wore, you know, you wore your mini skirt. Yeah. And uh, it was just 
not too long in, before my mother-in-law was making me little A-line skirts that came down to my knees. <laughs> that is funny. She wasn't my mother-in-law then. We were in ninth grade, but That's later on. That's cute, though. But yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could see her point. Yeah, I mean, those, yeah. I had the shorts. Short, oh, gosh. Mini dress. I've, I found a picture not too long ago, and I was like, where's the rest of your skirt, Suzanne? My goodness. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah. So it's interesting. Like, we are agreeing that perhaps mini, mini skirts aren't good in church or things like that, but how do we decide between that and the cabbage patch? Well, see, so everybody has stuff like that in their thinking. Yeah. And I don't know that a mini skirt is, is wrong no, for right, church, right, no. and that's right. the thing. It's it's not. And if your choice is, do I wear this dress and go to church, or don't go to church? Then mm-hmm. by all means, wear whatever you're going to wear and come right. to church. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, we have people who are in church with us on Sunday mornings who are in a full three piece suit, mm-hmm. and they're. Um, I've I have seen women in a full length fur coat, mm-hmm. and I have seen in the same aisle people sitting in their literally in their pajamas. I have too. Yeah, and, and flip flops and yeah. or house slippers. Right. Yeah. You know. So there is this: what's right, what's wrong, and it's really your heart, your heart. that is is what matters, yeah. and the freedom that we have in Christ, mm-hmm. and and where our focus is. Yeah. Yeah, and we're so. not supposed to be judging. We're supposed to leave that to the Lord. Leave that so to at that yeah. point, if we're judging, then we need to check our own heart. We should check right. our own heart. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I will tell you and confess fully right now that I am Judgy McJudgerson. <laughs> I will not tell you. I will not. I, I won't say anything to your face. And this is something that God has convicted me on. And I am so much better than I used to be. But especially um, for English. Mm. Oh. Like I, I'm, I'm a grammar Nazi, you know. Like yeah. some of this writing in Paul, I'm like Paul, this is not right. <laughs> like, stop it. A run-on sentence for 14 pages. Give me a break. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But like yeah. Rosemary said last time, you know, it's the fact that it's a thought and mm-hmm. it's um, complete and full, and it's just those little things that I'm like, mm, mm, yeah, come on. Well, punctuation does matter. Yes. You know, there's that thing, um, there's two sentences, and one has no punctuation, mm-hmm. punctuation and it says, let's eat grandma. Right. <laughs> and then the next one does have a comma, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, let's eat, comma, grandma. grandma. Yeah, that does change <laughs> so the ask grandma. Punctuation yeah. matters. It, it does, does matter. We don't want to eat grandma. Cute. No, but, you know, but that's like one of those things where I... Um, I'm quick to judge. Mm-hmm. But you know it about yourself. I do. So I do. Yeah. Um, you know, and I have been convicted about, you know, <laughs> so things like that. Times. So many, <laughs> mm-hmm. so many times. You know, but we are um, we are quick to judge. We are. The things that we are not comfortable with mm-hmm. or the things where the reality of it is we know we excel in things. Everybody is gifted in things. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, we are not comfortable with things that are outside of our own box. Yeah. And so, um, you know, if people are whatever it happens to be, but not in our little box. Things that are, we're afraid of things that are different. Yes. Some level of fear. Um, and so that fear makes us, mm-hmm. gee, I don't know about that. 
Right. That's, that's wrong. Different. That's wrong. It's not the way I do it. Therefore, yeah. Yeah. you don't cut the ends off your ham. <laughs> that's right. What's, What's wrong? wrong with you? <laughs> right. well, getting back to the scripture a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Paul is talking about the things that the Jewish people were under the law about mm-hmm. and that they were not to be judged because they weren't doing those things and vice versa. We shouldn't judge them because they are doing those things. Right. So, and go ahead. In all fairness, some of that judgment came from the Old Testament, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of if the prophet wasn't true, they had to judge whether they were true or not, mm-hmm. and they didn't have the Holy Spirit like we do. Mm-hmm. So, um, if a prophet was found to be false, they'd be killed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but it was really serious because these are the connections to God, and this is what right. the Jewish people were trying to preserve. What Paul's saying is, you have Jesus, you well, have him, because these kinds of things, the festivals. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sabbath day, those were things that were to point you towards God, to remind you of him, to make you more thankful, um, to make you aware that he is the one who um, provided you with everything. So he's not saying that those things were wrong. He's just saying they were a shadow of what we were going to have in Jesus. But now Jesus is here, and so we don't need those things anymore to define us. Because we have Jesus Himself to define us, right. and we're not to condemn and convict. Yeah, because we've got Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, if you wanted to celebrate that Sabbath or that New Moon Festival, or you wanted to stay kosher, fine, stay, stay kosher. Mm-hmm. If you don't, that's fine too. If your conscience isn't convicting you, then it's okay, right? And, and so, if ahead. it is convicting you, then don't do it. Then don't that's do it. it. Or if it causes your brother to who sin. really does think that that you should not eat those things, mm-hmm. but because you're saying, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, he does, mm-hmm. you're causing him to stumble yeah. and go away from his true belief. Mm-hmm. Well, because you got to think, the Jews would not eat meat that was sacrificed to idols, mm-hmm. but the Gentiles would. So now you've mm-hmm. got these two cultures coming together in Christianity, some who lived this way and some who lived that way, and that's just one example of a difference. Mm-hmm. So now, yeah, how are you going to meld these two together? So you've got to, I think you've got to start with the fact that, okay, recognize that everything is in Christ Jesus, and so now we're in Christ, and so that's got to be our big main focus, not any of those other external things. So again, understanding your standing, where you stand right now, you stand you in stand. Christ. Yeah. So whether you eat this food or not doesn't mean you're in Christ or not. You're already standing there. Mm-hmm. So then as a Christian, your heart can be opened. And the next question is, how can I um, love my brother? Right. Love mm-hmm. the other person? And how can I, as a Christian, adapt in a way that's healthy and correct for mm-hmm. me and still love my brother and not cause mm-hmm. them to stumble? Yeah, yeah, we talked a couple days ago about you know the Big Ten laws. Yes. Yeah, and and those are written in stone. Yeah, literally. Right. Yeah. Um, but then the other stuff is the gray stuff, and it wasn't gray before Jesus. It was black and white before Jesus. Mm-hmm. But once Jesus came, then it's like it's it's just fluff. Right, so you're talking about the Ten Commandments. Yes, and then you're talking about Mosaic law. Yes. Okay, and then. What two hundred and ninety-seven oh rabbinic goodness. laws? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, right. Which were important, mm-hmm. um, but now because, like Angie said, they they pointed people to to God. To God, mm-hmm. yeah. But Jesus is here, and the Holy Spirit is here now to convict mm-hmm. um, as to what it is that is right and wrong for. 
for us. So our guidelines are more within us Mm -hmm. because we have the person of Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. So they're internal. They're not external. So when I participate in something that um, may not be pleasing to the Lord or may not draw anything that doesn't bring me to Him keeps me away from Him. So if I'm participating in an activity that doesn't bring me towards God, now I have the Holy Spirit inside of me to bring some sense that maybe that's not the best thing for me to be doing, as opposed to having an external law that says, you cannot do that. So I have to learn to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, to listen to that leading that I have, um, to do or not do something, based on the fact that either it brings me closer to the Lord, and better, closer to Him in relationship, or it keeps me from that closeness. The Holy Spirit was a real game changer. Mm. He really was, mm. yeah. That's what Jesus said, you know, it's better if I go away. Don't, don't be sad that I'm going away. It's really for your good, because once I get back up to heaven, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit, and He's going to live inside you. Okay, so then my question is, maybe Jesus could have stayed. <laughs> and the Holy Maybe Spirit could have, could have been a both have and be either or. Yes, yeah. nope. Jesus had to finish. He had to finish his sit. work and oh, sit right. down. Of God, he yeah. had to be finished. Okay, before the Holy Spirit could come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who made up that God? Okay, well, <laughs> it was like who made up that rule? You know, that's where you kind of like get okay, all this look, logic. Look, stuff. pretty soon Rosemary is not going to be, be able to sing "Ain't Smoke" yet. I know. <laughs> they, they all just kind of backed away from me. <laughs> We're backing up a little bit. So, who came up with that? <laughs> but it's okay to ask those questions. Who came Absolutely. up with that? And what's going on with yeah. it? But what's great is you confirmed it with scripture. Yeah, And that's, I think, uh, something that we can discern mm-hmm. for ourselves. If you're not sure about what you're supposed to do, you can put it before God, mm-hmm. but then also be reading His Word, be yeah. familiar with His Word, because that way you'll know His voice, you'll mm-hmm. know who He is. Yeah. He doesn't talk in a condemning, horrific, no. mean tone. If you're hearing that when you're praying, that's, that's not, not God. God. Yeah. It's really important to be able to discern that, mm-hmm. to decide what's best for you. Yeah. Usually the way I hear him, it's more like, do you really want to say that? <laughs> do you really want to do that, Angie? Yeah. You know, it, it's never been a, you know, a slap kind of thing. It's always been a, hmm, are you sure? Well, when I've said um, that I was convicted of it, it sounds kind of negative, um, but it really means I was convinced. Right. God, God gave he me convinced the thought. You. He convinced Yeah, it wasn't a condemnation mm-hmm. against me. It was a... He convinced me that my thoughts were wrong. Well, because here's the deal. The Holy Spirit has come, when the Word says to convict us, it really means He's come to convict us of our righteousness now. Because we can't be, we're not under condemnation anymore. We're not convicted anymore. We are convinced. And the Holy Spirit's job is to convince us that God's way is the best way. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. I really like that. I mean, so so that takes away some of that negative. Right connotation of that word convict. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. He convinces us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great, Terry. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I think that, I don't know, that's just awesome. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Does anybody have anything else to add <coughs> to this little, these two sentences? <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully written and full of deep meaning. So nobody's going to judge me when I eat my chocolates. <laughs> no, no. Uh-uh. You might be jealous. And when I eat a wheel of cheese. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
<laughs> It'll be a small wheel. A baby bell. Baby bell. There baby bell. Go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> or if I have to work on Sunday, that's okay, you know, because I'm still able to worship God in spirit and in truth on any given day of the week because I have the Holy Spirit in me. Um, so we don't want to be law-oriented. We want to be grace-oriented. I, I think being law-oriented oriented, once we have Christ, it's trying to add something to the gospel. It is, yeah. And we need to make sure that we're not adding or taking away mm -hmm. things that are there. Yeah. yeah. Because it's by grace that we're saved mm -hmm. through faith, not of works. Not our actions. Not yeah. yeah. Nothing we do. Otherwise, we could boast about it. That's mm -hmm. what the Word says. Because right. if I'm if I'm really nice and good and I'm almost perfect, I can tell everybody that. We think, <laughs> we think that you are. That yes. is what we all think of you. Of you. That's true. But, but it's Jesus. Jesus is the only thing that puts me in right standing with God. Right. And anything that I am after that hopefully is fruit, fruit that the Holy Spirit is developing in me and that I'm living my life through Him. Yeah. Um, and that whatever that sweetness might be is really the fruit of the Spirit. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's funny. All of a sudden I had this, this vision of Konmari. It's like anything else that I'm adding is clutter. Clutter. And so it doesn't bring me joy. <laughs> so exactly what I need, you know, when I pick it up or whatever, you get that ding or whatever, mm -hmm. joy. Yeah. And it's, if it doesn't bring life, there's this mm -hmm. deadness about it, mm. you know. Yeah. So, but I... I didn't mean to digress, but I did. Sorry. No. It's just looking at our life and things like that. So we could look at trying to hold on, and not to be mean like people are dead, but if you need to step away from something or situations or things, it, that's also when we try to hang on to that, mm -hmm. and we're not in Christ, and we're not bringing that to God, that may not be what we need to do. Well, a really good little question to ask yourself in any situation is, is this, does this bring me life, right, or does it bring me death? Um, you know, sometimes just a simple question to yourself, does this relationship bring me life or does this relationship keep me from that life? Does it bring me death? Um, and be willing to let God tell you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To have an open willingness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Jesus, thank you. Um, yes. Thank you for completing your work on earth, Lord, and... Um, going to sit with God so that you could send the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. so that he can come and he can dwell in us, Lord, so that our spirit man can be alive, um, so that we can know what you have for us and so that we can be convinced, Lord, of the things that you um, have set before us um, and the things that you don't want us to do, Lord, the way that we can walk, the way that we... Um, can just live our lives in glory of you, God. It's just the things that will bring you, bring us life in you or separate us from you, God. Um, I pray that we would be sensitive to that uh, over the next couple of days, Lord. Just that we would be aware of the things that you um, have for each of us individually um, as an individual, as a um, as a small group, God, the things that you have for us as a community, a thing, um, the things that you have set for us um, to put in motion as Christians, God, as a whole, that we would be loving, that we would show you in our words and our actions um, and just in our daily lives, Lord, that you would just be evident um, to all those around us. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>